Next Wednesday night, Kilronan Castle in County Roscommon will host a night with the miners to raise funds for the local Northwest Stop Mental Health charity. The night will celebrate the lives of the miners who worked in the Arigna coal mine and lived in the surrounding villages like Drumkiran, Drumshambo, Ballyforan, Giva and Corrigeenro. The mines closed in 1990, but the surviving miners remember well the experience of working there. And Morris Cullen, himself a miner once upon a time, guided Ella McSweeney along the underground road to the coal seams. I started in uh, the late 60s and I worked up until just before the mines closed, a few years before the mines closed, so I worked 18 years. That's a long shift. <laughs> well, there was, uh, that was short compared to some of the men. Really? La- yeah, a lot of the men here worked 40 or 40 plus years in the mines. Describe, I mean, you can hear now, look, listen to that, that water. It sounds like it's hailing, but the water is coming through. We're in a tunnel... This is the main road, our straight road in pit terms. A straight road, and we're going down, down, down. How yeah. far down did the coal mine go? Well, during a buggy above, within two miles or so. When you're in at the face, you'll be about, uh, oof, about 70, maybe 80 metres underground. It's cold, it's damp, it's wet. And this is where you spent... It's a dank environment, yeah. and the temperature here is, uh, when you go into the face, is about 10 degrees constant. The fact that you didn't get any light, I mean, how, how long was a shift down here before you get well, a break? The shift was eight hours. But a lot of us worked on piecework, you know, or price work. When you were finished, you could go home. Right, so they would you just know. get their quantity of coal done and then they'd be done. Exactly. Yeah. They had a target to meet when they met it. Uh, they had their day's pay made and they went home and they'd done a little bit of farming then. And over here to the left, the water is flowing quite a lot. This is a ventilation shaft, A ventilation shaft, air shafts, we call them, in the paper. The thing that seems very distinctive about this coal mine is that the actual seam of coal, of coal was very, very thin, wasn't it? Yes, uh, it averaged about, uh, well, in uh, old-fashioned terms, 18 inches. So in international terms, it was a very small mine, but I suppose for this part of the world, at that time, when coal was the fuel that everyone wanted, especially during the war, it was very important. The coal from here, Rigna Mines, ran the whole country. They ran steam trains, power stations, sugar factories, cement factories, uh, schools, hospitals, everything. And if we go down here to the right, into a narrower tunnel... You can just see up there. I mean, you're talking about squeezing into a small space on your side yeah. with a pick, aren't you? Yeah, that's correct. A hand pick years ago. In my time, pneumatic picks. We had what they called peace, which was your lunch break. Yeah. They called it uh, 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 having your peace here. So I presume it was when the mine shut down, like to have the break. Would you have the was break quiet. in the mine? You wouldn't. Oh, you, oh no, you had your break uh, in, we'd say, the likes of this area here. So the men would come out from all the roads, sit down, and they'd have a chat. What would, they, what would you have for lunch? Well, no, years ago it was, uh, we'd say, brown bread or soda bread, you know, and if you were lucky, maybe a bit of cheese on it or something like that, or a bit of egg, you know. There wasn't too many things going back years ago, you know. The, you wouldn't have ham every, every day or something like that, mm. you know. Was there an awareness about health? Probably there was in my day. We knew that the dust wasn't healthy for you, you know. Mm. But we still worked in it. Uh, but years ago, they wouldn't have had any awareness. 
Yeah. You know, people, it was just something was done. I worked on the night shift or the evening shift for a good number of years here, and I was what they called a brusher. That was the man that uh, fired the shots here and cleaned them up afterwards. So there was a lot of rock dust. That was going into your lungs. Did you suffer? Uh, well, problems? I have 20% silicosis, yeah. You do? Yeah. So, uh, and what does that mean in terms yeah. of your lungs? Uh, well, it has an effect on you, I suppose, like emphysema. You know, if you were under stress coming up, walking, coming up hills or something like that, you'd find uh, tightness on your chest, you know. So, so I'm lucky, it's only 20%. Some of the men had a lot higher percentage, you know. Mm. Um, a lot of them had 40 and 50%. Sadly, a lot of those men are dead and gone, mm. you know. What's your name? And Gerald Cullen. Michael Early. Andy Gilrain. And you all worked in the mines, didn't you? Andy, right. uh, when did you finish? I finished in 1990 when the mines closed. How long were you here for? Six and a half years. Right. The half is important sometimes. I bet it is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a tight squeeze, to put it mildly, down there, isn't it? Mm, oh, it was, yeah. But um, we, we, we got through it in the end, like, you know. We got used to it as the years went by, like, and... So it was a bit difficult when we start first, like, you know, when you leave school, you know, to get strength, like, you know, get your strength up, like, you know, for the mines. How old were you when 16. you started? I was 16 when I started. You know, right. just, uh, I left school early, so I, did, I didn't finish school. So. And what was your first job? I was a drawer. Pit pony, as you used to call them here. We were, the, we were the young drawers in so far. Gerald, what about yourself? When did you work here? I started in the 84, and I finished in... Or 70, 74, I finished in 84. And the first day going in, it was a daunting experience. In, in through an air shaft, it was very narrow. And I stalled for a few minutes, and there was an old guy coming behind me, and he said, Sonny, if I can get in, you'll get in. So I thought about it. Pat Gaffney, a big man, Gaffney, yeah, yeah, big yeah, broad shoulders, so in I went. And after that, it was... We, we, we forgot all about you it. You just got used to it. And as he said, it was all price work or piece work. Michael, what about yourself? How long Well, the lads have said it all. Please, <laughs> and, sir, uh, me too. Yeah, we're around the same time Eight now, four. doing the same jobs. And I didn't like school, came to the mines, and that's it, really. The closure of the mine in 1990, how did the community respond to that? Well, I suppose in a way, we thought it was the end of the world, but you're lucky, we carried on. Mm. Why did you think it was the end of the world? Because we knew nothing else. Yeah, because we hadn't really all that much skills apart from mining, and we had very little education, so I think we had, our lot was bad. So what did you do? Well, as the buildings doubled. Yeah, I went to local factories for 10 years before I come back working here in Origna Fuels. In so I was, lucky, I was lucky I had worked. You know, I didn't have to emigrate like all my brothers. Like, they all went off to England, so they did. So a lot of the lads would have emigrated, would they? Some did, some did, and some got jobs. You know, they worked locally in, you know, in industry and... And, and what about yourself? You I, left I went to London. I went to London in 84. Yeah. When did you come back? I came back in 92. What made you come back? There was a recession in London. Mm. My grandfather mined in Sligo during the war, and he had to have a permit to sell coal, and he supplied various places. Mm. And my father was 40 years underground. Yeah, I'm the last. They yeah. were lucky to get yeah. all their working career under the ground. My father spent for all his working life under the ground, 47. And if it didn't close in 1990, he would have done at least another four or five, like, you know. He retired, like, at 60, 61. But a lot of miners did die young. They died in their early 60s. And what about yourself? Are you from generations of... Fourth. Fourth generation? Yeah. So how far does that take you back? Just a long time, I'd say. Yeah, he's fairly old himself mm-hmm. now. He does yeah. take him back Getting a bit. There, yeah. all, none of us getting any younger now. And we were the younger brigade then, so... so. There's, a, there's a poem there a, a man wrote that he worked yeah. down in the mines. 
And um, a verse of it goes like this. Year in, year out, my daily route was to Darnavogie pit. I proudly strode the long straight road as my little lamp I lit with a pick and a wedge and a four-pound sledge to do the job I knew. For Bobadie, it was my pay back in 1932. I'm here today in Yankee land, and faith to me is kind. But the miners of Arignus still torment my mind. In my dreams I see the hutches, and I see the haulage rope, and the miners with their shovels walking up the straight road. Some of the former miners in Arigna coal mine talking to Ella McSweeney. Listening to that, that's the best case that you could make for getting all of your energy from sun or wind. That event, Charlie McGettigan is going to be interviewing some of those miners. That event, Kilronan Castle, County Roscommon, doors open half seven Wednesday. Tickets, 10 euro.